this flyover clip. No, not really. And that's why I wrote my book, um, MTG. And I hope people get a copy at mtgbook.com because you're absolutely right. You know, that's why Mitch McConnell has a 6% approval rating. 6%. That's the worst approval rating out of any politician in history. You know, in Congress, (laughs) Congress only has a 13% approval rating. And I fully agree with the American people. I think 13% is actually too high. And, you know, people are sick and tired of Republicans that make these great claims and promises on the campaign trail. And then they go to Washington, D.C., and they don't even have the courage to impeach Secretary Mayorkas when I uh, force a vote on the House floor. They don't even have the courage to hold the Department of Justice accountable when it's tyrannically persecuting January 6th defendants, you know, the MAGA grandmas and the veterans who walked through open doors in the Capitol almost three years ago. And this is what we're so fed up with. But when you talk about locked doors and, and, and locked windows at night, our southern border is such a disaster. I, I serve on the Homeland Committee, and I can't tell you the the overwhelming statistics and the stories that I've heard, but over 10 million people have come across our border. There's over 1.8 million gotaways. These are people from over 160 countries. They're terrorists, criminals, rapists, child sex predators, child sex traffickers, and we don't know where they are in our country. And I've come to a point right now where impeachment is not strong enough. Mm -hmm. I think that we need to start talking about treason, because this is exactly what this administration is guilty of, is treason, because they are willfully, mm-hmm. willfully enabling the invasion of our southern border. And they set a record, I think it was yesterday, and over 11,000 people in one day came across. Yeah. And, and that was after setting other records uh, on multiple days and multiple months. And so, you know, for Republicans in Congress to sit on their hands and do nothing about this is unforgivable. We have to get serious and we have to get serious because if we want to be deserving of the votes that people give us, we need to work for the people and work for the country that we supposedly represent. Yeah, it's true. You know, um, obviously, President Trump was very uh, big on building the wall. And, you know, he was a very strong uh, president. Very somebody we miss very much in this country, you know. And so obviously, there's questions surrounding this next election in 2024. I'm, I'm still wearing my Trump 2020 band. This yeah, is, we uh, have not it, given up. It's never, it's never come off. It's getting kind of old and stinky. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but it's kind of it, it keeps my focus a little it, bit. It's true, but you know, obviously, Ron DeSantis is running, and Tucker and Tim Pool and Charlie Kirk over this last weekend were actually talking about uh, Ron DeSantis. I want to play you something. I'd like to get your thoughts on that as well. Can I just ask a question? Since you all are so on the internet and. <laughs> Like, I'm not that much. Um, you really get the sense that Ron DeSantis, who I liked as governor, uh, the people who represent him online are the nastiest, the stupidest, and the most zero-sum people I've ever yes. seen in my life. And I don't think that reflects him, but it's like, this is kind of small ball. And by the way, these purported conservatives, Ron DeSantis changed his view, and I like him, okay? I think he's been a good governor. I just want to be clear about that. I know him personally. I like him. But... His donor, Ken Griffin, told him to change his view on Ukraine from it's a regional conflict we shouldn't get involved in to it's a super important thing we should send more money. One donor got him to change his view, and all these so-called conservatives are supporting that like it's the most important thing ever. Like, who are these people and what is their problem? Like, what is going on with them? it, It does reflect on Ron because Ron should have fired the people running his campaign a long time ago. 
Uh, look, I, I respect that he wanted to launch his campaign on X, on Twitter space. Yeah, at the time, and it And it failed miserably. This is a mistake. And now you've got, uh, look, I know a lot of people groan, but a lot of people laugh. The high heels, you know, boot scandal. I mean, who's giving this guy advice and why does he keep taking it? Because I will say it, I will say it politically and, and policy wise. We love Ron DeSantis. Yeah. He's done an amazing job. I agree. But his campaign is a train wreck. Yeah. Okay. The thing that people like about you the most is you seem to have this like predetermined moral compass and plumb mm -hmm. line. Like your policies and ideas aren't swayed day in, day out based on the crowds you're with, who you're talking to, what seems popular. You don't walk out of your house and kind of, you know, hey, was the wind blowing today? That's kind of mm -hmm. how I feel. You know, you it's pre it's predetermined. And the idea of, of of a donor being able to swing somebody's policy view um is is kind of representative of of what people are frustrated about when it comes to, to rhinos as as a whole. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, of course, one hundred percent. Um love those guys. Tucker, Charlie, Tim, all friends of mine that I talk to frequently and, and I think they do a great job mm -hmm. with their shows just like you do with your show. And it's extremely important for Republicans to not be swayed by donors. And here's one thing I write about in my book is it's the lobbyists and the special interests in Washington that seem to hold the most power over politicians in Washington. And that's the that's one good. that absolutely bests me. And, and I'll explain it to you real quick like this is like when members of Congress or senators um, have to raise money for their campaigns and you have to raise money. It's like running a business. It requires money to put ads on television, mm -hmm. sure. to reach your voters, mailers, the whole thing. So it is important. And the easiest way to raise money in Washington is when a group of lobbyists or, or uh, a group, you know, of executives from a, a local industry in Washington, D.C., hosts you a, a little get together, you know, with some some little sausages on a stick and some <laughs> cocktails. And within an hour and a half, a politician can walk out of one of those little receptions uh, with hundreds of thousands of dollars in their pocket to put in their campaigns. And so when it comes time for voting and the lobbyists come back knocking on the door and they're talking to your staff and they're saying, hey, we just wanted to make sure that, you know, that line got in that spending bill. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that those federal contracts keep rolling for the military industrial base. And we mm -hmm. want to make sure that that big pharma is protected. You know, they made those vaccines and we don't want them getting sued. You know, when those things start rolling around, that's where the pressure comes on those members of Congress and those senators to say, oh, yeah, you know, they did raise me a lot of money and help me get reelected. That's the biggest problem we have in Washington. So when there's one big donor that can sway Ron DeSantis to totally want to fund a, a failing war in Ukraine, a country that people can't even find on a map, a country that's not even a member of NATO. Well, that is absolutely yep. pathetic. And, and that's, you know, the strong reference point that Tucker was making is because we're all fed up with Washington, D.C., serving every single foreign war and country across the world and forgetting that they actually represent the United States of America and we actually have a border and we should defend right. our border yeah. before anybody else's border. Um, but that's how that's how politicians get bought off in Washington is it's those magical little sausages on a stick and something <laughs> about those cocktails. I don't know what uh. it is, but it happens I on a frequent basis. This is a crazy time to be alive. Well, just in our lifetime, used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff. And it was 75 years before, 50 years you yeah. know, before. 
And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office. $700 more a month. Than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office. You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending. But we can take care of ourselves. You want to make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell. If there's going to be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end when it skyrockets. And now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I got to pay because it's on the back end before I sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into. And if silver goes to $50, if it goes to 75, if it goes to 100, all of those profits are yours. And that's happening while the dollar is buying less and less at the actual grocery store. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or to do the same thing, you can just call 720-605-3900. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.